Here's your soul, life But then we got fam to do. Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Good work. <laughs> you didn't <laughs> join in. I didn't want to. I couldn't. The weather outside is weather. The weather outside is weather. What's that from, Maddie? That's from Forgetting Star Marshall, said by Paul Rudd. Wow. You're on the ball. I am. It's <laughs> like I knew you were going to ask that or something. I didn't know. Ugh. Um, welcome to Teenage Dirtbags, the podcast. We're a podcast that rates and reviews teen movies and relates them to our own stupid-ass lives. I'm Maddie. I'm Carly. And today we're going to review Let It Snow. But first... A Netflix A Ridge. A, ne- a Netflix A Ridge. But first, let's talk about our lives, shall we? Okay. Well, first and foremost, we should probably say that this episode is going to be our last episode of the season. It's going to be the last episode of 2019. It's of our first season, season finale. Can you believe it's been a year? It's been a freaking year. I cannot believe it. Like, we f- we recorded our first episode on, like, December 6th of yeah. last year. It wasn't out until the new year. Right. But, yeah, for us, this is over a year now. And this is episode 60, I think you said it was. Six today? zero. That's insane. That's so crazy. I can't believe that we've... Stuck with it? Stuck with it, honestly. <laughs> I know. Um, do you have, like, a favorite... Um, Guest? No, well, sure, I guess you could say that. I know what your favorite guest is. That's a stupid question. Well, no, I would say there's tie, a tie. Who? I would say it's a tie between Biff, yeah. Kirsten Smith, Biff Naked, for those of you that don't know, Kirsten Smith <laughs> and Catherine Hardwick. Yeah, those were three amazing ones. I mean, if those three women could come together and make something together, woo! Yeah, it would be a showstopper. What about you? Um, I think... I really, I mean, our first interview was with Shane Kippel. That was pretty memorable. And that was something that we were very, very nervous. And it was so early on in this. And we were so, like, shocked that we convinced someone to come over to our house. Yeah. And he was so, like, I mean, I remember we he came in and I was like, oh, this is our new friend Shane. Yeah. Like, I felt so comfortable so quickly. And the fact that he was the first one, I think, might be one of my favorite things. And I was so nervous. And I was, like, pacing the mm-hmm. p- house. And that day we had a snowstorm. Oh, my God. And we, we, took, we spent, like, two hours shoveling. Yeah. Oh, my God. And then he called me when he arrived, and it appeared on my phone as Shane Kippel. And I was literally like, ah! Yeah, <laughs> we were screaming. It was wild. And then, no big deal, we went and friggin' met um. I mean, he's amazing too. We went to LA and met. Like it's, it really led to amazing. Oh yeah, totally. Opportunities. Yeah, I mean, Ross I'm Hall was amazing. So good. Andrea Lewis. So great. Um, there were so many. Eric Alper. Oh my God, Jennifer Hollett. We had so many amazing. More or less. More or less. We've had such. Andrew Walker. Andrew Walker. Duh. That one was a. We were it's, at his house. Like, pardon? I know. These two random freaking girls went to his house. I'm. I, I can't. went to Catherine Hardwick's home. Yeah. <laughs> what? It's insane. <laughs> In LA. Insane. On the ocean. I know. And there are a couple episodes. I think there's two episodes we still haven't re- released. Yeah, there's a couple. We need to figure that out. But, anyways, that's for next year. Next year. So. We just really want to say quickly a quick thank you to you guys for listening this long because this is wild. I know. Honestly, like the encouragement we get from you guys is so awesome. Just off the top of my head, I can think of like my friend Alina. She listens to every episode. Mm-hmm. Candice. Mm-hmm. Kirsty. We've got friends. Uh, Lizzie Love, who I we don't know. Yeah, that's but right. She's a fan and we like you. We love you, Liz. Yeah, we've got... Um, Someone named On Allison Road, I think it is. We've got some really... High School Slumber Party is another podcast that yeah. really... they We connected with them. And we just... My point is we've had some really, really amazing support. Yeah. Um, we also, to go along with this, we have a new Patreon donor. Do we do? Yep. Yeah, I got an alert today. Is someone we know? No. no well, no, I shouldn't say that. No, not someone I know. Who is it? Ryan Blake. Wow. So, Ryan, thank you so much. Well, that's very nice. Yeah. So a quick note while I'm on the Patreon thing. Yeah. So oh, thank, update us, please. Thank you so much, Ryan. Um, quick update on Patreon is that we made a decision the other day. We sa- I sat down with Carly and I was like, okay, I got to get on this. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry to people who have, I just haven't been. I think what I did was when I made the Patreon and I made five tiers, it just really overwhelmed me. Okay. <laughs> so we decided to change things up and make it one tier. And this one tier gets you everything. Yeah. It gets you the shout out. So, Ryan, there you go. 
Thank you very much. And it Shout gets out you, to Ryan. <laughs> it gets you um, behind the scenes things. So we're going to make some additional videos. We might do some like live streams of us watching something silly like Degrassi or maybe one of the shows that, or pardon me, one of the movies that we're actually going to watch. Yeah. Um, it'll get you some uh, exclusive content, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. And, and it's just $4. We have $4. lots of fun ideas for videos that we want to do. So Yeah, I've, re- I've started a list and we were going to film, maybe we can film one tonight if not we can film it maybe next um we'll do it in the new year because going along with that we're taking the next couple weeks off right yes we should definitely say that so today is december 15th that we're recording so this is coming out december 19th yeah so you're hearing this december 19th and next thursday is boxing day obviously we're not going to have any time next week is christmas yeah holy i know we're obviously not going to be together. She's going to go. Carly's going back to Peterborough. I'll be in Toronto. Wowzers. So basically, we're not going to be together for a few weeks. So the next episode you'll hear will be in the new year. Yeah. So it's not going to be the first Thursday of January. It's going to be the, the ninth. What? That's the second week of January. Let me confirm. Confirm, please. Yep. Ninth is the Thursday. So the next episode you'll be getting is January 9th. 2020. Yeah. Wow. 2020. Like wild i know i read something online that someone said if you don't have perfect eyesight you're not welcome into 2020 i thought it was very funny (laughs) it's it's a dad joke it made me laugh (laughs) (laughs) um any other things to cover i think we should say what our favorite episode right that's what i was gonna ask when when you said the guest thing Oh, that's really tough. I did not prepare for that did you well kind of the first thing that comes to mind which is so weird because um it's a movie that I did not think would be a good episode, but I love our episode of Gidget. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I love that episode. I think it's really funny. And I also, I know you will probably, diff- you will disagree, but I actually like the episode where we're stoned and we're watching Sabrina, the Teenage Witch, the yeah. movie. It's insane. Yeah. We're literally laughing at everything, but. I like I that like one. It. I think one of my favorite ones is I Know What You Did Last Summer. Interesting. Because I think some of the points we made were actually valid. Yeah. And it's nice when that happens. I also loved, obviously, a Cinderella story. I yeah. thought that was a funny one a lot. A very funny one, yeah. too. And a walk to remember. Oh. Oh, a walk to remember is really funny. We'll put a little list up, maybe, of our top 10 episodes. Like, so Or maybe we should get them to, the fans to tell I'd us. I'd love for the fans to tell us. We'll put that picture up. But I want to put up what I'd like by the end of the year. Here we go. This is what my new thing is. Okay. What I'd like is for the, by the end of the year... Because we're gonna, I'm gonna still try to be present on Instagram, yeah, for and sure, and stuff like that. So we'll post a picture of all of our episode lists and everything. And I'd like to somehow compile like a top five, so that those can be the ones that people show other people. Sure. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because then you know, even now when we're trying to get guests, and I send them a link, I don't know what one to send them. I don't yeah. know. We're obviously biased. We feel some ways about some of them because we're self-conscious about something or we think this was really funny or whatever. I'd like to hear what you guys think. But also, I really want to be able to figure out what the best one is, the best five, ten, whatever, so that I can start linking them and maybe we can start sharing them and get a bit more viewership. Because as we've brought up before, we really want to make next year count. Really, really good. And we want to be able to get some really incredible guests, which we have been, and we're so thankful. But we're just going to need a, one more push to kind of get yeah. um, the next round of guests. Anyway, any lo- any personal updates? Any personal concerns, comments, questions? Uh, no, I'm I'm really excited for 2020. I really feel like 2020 is going to be such a great year. I feel good about where my career is going. I feel good about this podcast. I feel good. Yeah. What about you? I think so, too. I'm really... I'm really, well, I mean, 2019, I can't lie, was a really great year for me. Um, but 2020, there's just, there's something in the air. I agree. You know, I'm hopeful. I think great things will happen with you in 2020. I hope so. It's going to be a great year, and we are excited to uh, share it with all of you. We want to interact more with our with our listeners, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, okay, so I'm going to read some facts for the episode Today we list or we watched um, "Let It Snow" earlier. Earlier today, here are the facts. "Let It Snow" came out on November eighth, twenty nineteen. It is PG thirteen. It is directed by Luke Snellen. The writers are Laura Solon, Victoria Strauss, and Kay Cannon. It is based on the book by John Green, 
Lauren Miracle, and Maureen Johnson. It is starring Isabella Merced, Shamik Moore, Adia Rush, Liv Houston. Could there be one name in here that I can pronounce? Liv Houston, Mitchell Hope. Thank you, Mitchell Hope. Kiernan Shipka, Jacob Batalon, and Joan Cusick. Cusack. <laughs> How'd you screw that one up? You know I can't say Cusack. Cusack! <laughs> The logline is, in a small town on Christmas Eve, a snowstorm brings together a group of teenagers. I disagree, but okay. <laughs> okay. I very much okay. disagree what with that. What do you that. disagree about? Well, let me start with this. So we put this movie on, and immediately, within two seconds, Carly said, this is Millbrook, <laughs> which is a place in near Toronto. And whoa, 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 near Toronto, nice try. I'm trying to make it so that people who don't know what Peterborough uh, is. They can look it up. Okay. I said immediately during the opening, like, establishing shots, I went, that's Millbrook. I went on IMDb, I looked at the locations, Millbrook, Ontario. Shout out, that is a connected town to Peterborough, and I went to high school with all the Millbrook kids, who we often called Millabillies because they all loved country oh and they were all, they all lived on farms. So you noticed that. And so I, we were all very excited that it was, again, I love when there's Toronto movies and it's, we, it's, it's not Toronto. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> it did say Toronto in it actually. That's true. It did. Um, anyway, we watched the movie and we'll, we'll get to that. But I want to say that when we watched the credits, I had to go through and see if I knew anyone. And so this movie or this episode of, for me, is dedicated to my boss, who's not actually my boss anymore, Kieran Singh. Yeah. Because he was my boss for four years at Suits. And I knew that he worked on this movie and I completely forgot. Because when we started Suits this season, I said, what did you work on over the break? And he said, I worked on a show called Let It Snow. What was his role? Assistant production coordinator. Wow. So he actually texted me today and I said, hey, we're doing the movie for this week because he listens to the podcast so hi karen he's a big big fan um him he makes him and his wife or he makes his wife listen to it with him so hi michelle too hello and uh anyway he said there wasn't any gossip (laughs) that was that was his insight and i said okay do you have any fun facts and he said we had a choreographer come in and we practiced a whole dance sequence with the cheerleaders to a lizzo song it was a weird thing and they cut it out of the film like they dance in the middle of waffle town and they cut it out that's his fun fact. I don't know why. You can take that part out. No. It's probably I, stupid. No, it's not stupid. I just, it's, you know, I wish it was more juicy. I know. He doesn't have anything juicy. No. But um, anyway, my point is I just wanted to say that I was I was so upset when I realized at the end of the movie that's what it is. Now, that being said, this movie is, correct me if I'm wrong, a little bit confusing, just in the sense that there's multiple storylines, right? Uh, well, this movie's trying to be love, actually, but it's not doing a great job. Right. So, I think we should follow each storyline. Okay, sure. Let's do it. Okay, so which one shall we do first? Should I, we do there's the... There's four okay. that I have. Is that correct? I think so. Okay. So, let's do um, uh, the girl who plays Sabrina, the new Sabrina, and she's the little Sally girl. Her name is Duke. Mad Men. Her name is the Duke. The Duke, right. And she has a best friend, um, and he... Um, Likes her a lot. I forget his name. So there are these... She's kind of like this tomboy, and that's why her name is The Duke, because she always hung out with the boys. So the character is Angie, who's also The Duke. Yeah. And she's a cool, kind of edgy, indie chick who wears band t-shirts. She's the tomboy girl. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we meet her. She's at a record store. Right. She's flipping through vinyls, which is something that I didn't know teenagers still did but hallelujah and uh and her best friend is tobin tobin and he is in love with her he's in love with her and they hang out all the time and they're very like it's to the point where they're going to a party and like she's picking him up like they're they go to everything together yeah it seems like and the general concept before we get too much into it is that the main point was this one kid was going to have a party which was presumably going to bring all these people together. Right. But then because of the snowstorm, it got canceled. So that, it's the character of Keon. He is a aspiring DJ. Right. He was going to have a big party at his house, but then his parents came home early. Right. Because of the snowstorm. Because they didn't the catch snow. their flight. Yeah. The flight was canceled. So the reason I bring that up is because they are friends with this guy and they were going to go to the party, but this has changed their plan. So now she has found out about another party with a college guy that she's interested in. Right. Or so I don't actually think it says that she does, but or 
I don't think she actually says that she's interested, but it's implied that right. know, it's a cute college guy or whatever. JP. JP. So he's a very, very handsome man. And I read on the trivia that he was scouted off Instagram. You're kidding. Yeah. So weird. Must be nice must to be, be freaking nice. A Greek god. Yeah. No kidding. So they go, you know, they start hanging out with this college kid. And um, meanwhile, it's very clear. I mean, Kiernan Shipka or whatever her name is, who plays the Duke, she's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Mike has a huge crush on her. Like my Mike, my husband has a huge crush on her. And it's, you know, she's getting along well with the college guy. And so we see many shots of the Tobin kind of like looking off from the distance, wallowing in self-pity. Yeah. Um, lots of that. And then he kind of decides that he's going to try to make his move. We sort of get introduced to him by him finding a large hair on its nipple. He pulls it to and fro, and the camera shows it. Yep, it's weird. And then he tries to shave this hair off, and he slips. And I just can't imagine that shot on the shot list. Just like close up on nipple. Of hair being pulled out. Yeah. Disgusting. Yeah. But anyway. And he, he cuts himself, and so he ends up bleeding through his shirt. Multiple times throughout the movie. Multiple times throughout the movie. And it keeps being a ongoing joke where people are like, Your nipple's bleeding. Why is your nipple bleeding? It's weird. It's it's supposed to be a LOL moment, but it doesn't really... Uh, doesn't land. Pro- it doesn't land. Thank I don't you. really understand why it's bleeding that much. That's a concern. That's a problem. He needs to go to the doctor. I read somewhere this is so disgusting. So people, if you're like grossed out easily, then just don't listen to the next 10 seconds. I read something where a woman was shaving her armpit in the shower and she slipped and the razor accidentally chopped off her nipple. (laughs) (laughs) Why would you read that? What is that? I didn't mean to. Like, I didn't know what I was getting myself into. God. (laughs) Anyway. He does not do that. So, but he, for some reason, is just gushing blood this entire night. Yeah. So, anyway, he's driving them around. And in his station wagon. They go play broom ball at the Millbrook Arena. Right. And they meet this JP character. He's obviously, like we said, very, very handsome. It's with all his college friends. And they decide, Keon, yeah. the other guy who's throwing the party, he goes, Tobin, you got to get beer for me because we're going to throw it at the Waffle House. Which yeah. is the place that we will revisit in every storyline. Yes, yes. So the Waffle House is where he works. It's just like IHOP or whatever. And um, anyways, you got to get... It's not s- the Waffle House, I just realized. It's Waffle Town. Waffle Town, I'm sorry. Yeah. So it's Waffle Town and he... That's where they're going to throw the party, which is a whole other problem. But anyway, so he goes, you got to get some beer. So Tobin decides he's going to steal this keg from these college guys. They're twins. They're twins and they're from just straight out of prison. Literally, they had just gotten out of prison. Yeah. So anyway, they steal it. They run. This JP guy has decided to help them with this endeavor. They escape. They're driving away. It's like a car chase. Doesn't matter. It's stupid. It's a car chase. The twins are trying to hunt them down. Uh, then they end up getting into, like, flying into the ditch. They get out of the car. They There's go a to church. a church. Yeah, the church is there, and they start playing. So Tobin is, like, good at piano, and he starts to go, like, play this, play this organ. Yeah. Play the organ, which is not a piano. I have to t- tell you, it's not a piano. It's also like there's like such few people in the world who know how to play an organ. Yeah, there's no, you can't just know how to play piano and just suddenly play an organ. Yeah. <laughs> problem number one. Yeah. But anyway, problem number two is that there, he's playing and she's singing and it's all romantic and beautiful. And then she starts dancing with JP while he's playing. It's super awkward and uncomfortable. And of I course. Feel, yeah. Okay. I, I, let me just say something about that. They're staring into each other's eyes while they're singing this song on the piano. First of all, it's very cringeworthy in my opinion. I don't know how you felt. Yep. Uh, it could have been romantic in like another movie. <laughs> but in this one, I felt like I was like, I want this to end so much. I wanted it to end. But <laughs> JP saved us all and starts dancing with her. Right. So she's like staring into Tobin's eyes, singing into his soul. And then she just is like, oh, right. This other guy's here. And then she gets up and they start dancing goofily together. And all of a sudden, Tobin just stops playing. And he's like, I'm leaving. But I, I agree with him. Like, I would be just as upset if I was him. If you're crushing on this girl and she starts dancing with the other guy while you're playing their fucking song so they can play or they can dance. Stupid. I mean, I would be, I would obviously not be like pumped about it, but I wouldn't be like, okay, that's it. I'm leaving. But this is what pisses me off. The second part of this is that, so he starts storms off and she chases him and they have a fight and whatever. This woman suddenly appears and she goes, are you a wise man? 
Right. And hands a, a, a costume to, he goes, yeah, and he she hands a costume to him. and Because presumably there's going to be a play or whatever for Mass. And I'm like, why were the, well, if there's people here, why did no one stop them from playing the organ? Absolutely. You would, if the, you, the second you play one note, there'd be someone coming out being like, do not touch the organ. It's like a thousand billion dollars, that organ. Yeah. And to get it repaired is even more. Yeah. You don't touch the organ, especially if you can't play the fucking organ. <laughs> and then he's just like fiddling around playing like freaking Elliot Smith on the damn organ. So then oh he's God, like, he's like, yes, I am a wise man. And he steals one of the wise man jackets. And then it's never addressed again. Like, I, I mean, he's wearing it, but it's never like, well, where did the wise man go? I know. I thought he was going to like be in the play. So did I. But he's just not. He just takes the costume and then no one is like, hey, where's the third wise man's costume? Why would you steal from a, like, Why a would little you steal church a nativity church? scene yeah. play? And then he's like, where is it the rest of the movie it's it's really really I horrible i know i don't get that part it's but very i think he just like needed a coat because he like sits in his car in the freezing cold for like two hours right but where was his coat before i don't know and also why is the church supplying your coat it's their church he, but they, he stole from the t- nativity scene it's what the wise men would have wanted oh i see okay <laughs> anyway so he uh at some point or another ends up at the waffle house waffle town party okay right? so let's stop there let's let's sum it all up at the end all these stories okay so okay so they he all, ends up at the waffle town yes because we'll, they we'll all end up there. there sure okay and then we have the girl who we th- both agree is the be- most beautiful one in the movie and yes. a famous a famous singer right so she gets what let me tell yeah. you their names yes please his name is Fuck. His Shane. name is Stuart. Stuart. <laughs> <laughs> and her name is Julie. Okay, so Julie gets accepted. We get introduced to her. She's accepted to Columbia University, and she looks very upset about it. Right. Problem number one. Yeah. Anyway, she's on a train for some reason, and she goes, she's on the train, and she runs into this guy. Like, they're walking through the aisle, and they bump into each other, and he drops his phone. She grabs it, and it's like, excuse me, and he's like, oh, I don't want to, I, I, sorry, I don't want to talk to a fan. I'm sorry. And he's some huge, famous, mega star. Yeah. So she gives him back his phone. She goes, actually, I was just giving you your phone, and he's all embarrassed. And then later, she interacts with him again, and she's like, I actually don't care about who you are. But the train stops, because there's too much snow on the track. Yeah. Which... I guess I didn't really realize was a thing. Yeah, I mean, I once was on a train and it stopped on the tracks because of a storm, but mm-hmm. it wasn't a snowstorm. I see. Well, <laughs> anyway, they stop and the woman beside her, this crazy woman, is like, it's going to be at least an hour. The conductor says, he told me personally, it's going to be at least an hour. So she goes, well, I live right there. I can see my house. I'm going to just walk. So she literally just hops off the fucking train, which yeah. is insane. Yeah, you can't just open the train doors and, and just... just- jump off and like it's not even like oh this is the station like i'm just gonna get off the station she literally jumps out of it yeah into like, like a into pile a, of snow of, yeah it's <laughs> insane and he follows her the yeah. guy and he's, he's like i'm gonna go to this restaurant i'm hungry do you want to come and he like convinces her to come yeah. and it's the waffle town which they get to the waffle town restaurant and there's no w on the sign so then she goes pronounce that and he goes awful town no he says awful town oh and she goes it says awful town right so basically the whole running joke is that everyone calls it awful town because the w is missing and they think their town is awful yeah correct so they go in and they're eating and she's like you know whatever and but of course he is mega huge famous like recognizably famous and especially being in this little awful town everyone's like fawning over him a little bit yeah so she's helping kind of block it she tells him to run out through the window and he like escapes out the bathroom window from the men's room. Yeah. And they're walking together. Meanwhile, he had said, "Oh, my car's picking me up, so you have a hard out." I know. I he was says so those confused. words. Like, where did the, does the car just show up and they're not there? Yeah. This poor man on Christmas Eve is just like, yeah. I came all this way. Yeah, I came all the way to this snowstorm that's stopping other, yeah, like automobiles and trains and stuff. But you can't wait for five minutes. But anyway, <laughs> so they end up no walking. Respect. No respect. So they walk to her house and she's explaining. Wait. Oh. First, they go sledding. Oh, fuck, right. They go sledding. They go sledding well, they're together. Walking, they're walking to his her house, yeah. and they pass an area where kids are sledding. Yeah. So then he goes, oh, like, moms are my, like... Specialty. Specialty. So he walks over and asks for a sled, 
The two get on the sled together and they go zooming down the hill. He falls off. Looks like he breaks his neck. He falls so hard. Oh my god. He literally goes flying. And then she goes off a jump and lands on the road and almost gets killed by a car. Literally. And you made a good point. What was my good point? You were like, why the hell would they have a... A snow hill. A That's right. A hill that all these kids are at when there's a road at the bottom. Like literally it ends on a road. <laughs> it's like they're doing it to like get, get rid of the population of children. It's a great point you made. It's literally... That's so, why it's called Awful Town. They're I killing know, children. I know. So I wanted to bring up a point where this is like basically the only storyline that I can actually relate to is uh, when I was in high school, okay, on, on New Year's Eve, I went to a battle of the bands with my friend Caitlin. Mm. And there was a very, very attractive singer who went on stage and sang like Wonderwall or something, right? And he looks me directly in the eyes while he's playing. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is like happening. After he plays, he's like, do you want to go get pizza? We drive to Domino's Pizza on New Year's Eve. It ends up, it counts down to midnight on New Year's Eve while we're at Domino's waiting for our pizza. So we like give each other like a weird hug in Domino's on New Year's Eve. Anyways, we end up having a great night together at a party. Okay. Mm -hmm. Cut to a few weeks later, he invites me to some property near his house and to go sledding. And it was literally like what you would want from like any day with your crush. We literally shared the one sled and we just went down the hill together. Like he was like holding me and I, we were like flying down a hill. And then afterwards we went to his parents' house who live in like a gorgeous home, like in the family stone. And they're like, there's like hot chocolate ready and like snacks. And they were like, welcome to our home. <laughs> I was like, what am I in right what now? What happened? Oh, we hung out a couple of times, but, uh. He ended up moving away, and oh. he, he ended up writing me letters. It's a very magical, like, three months of my life. Yeah, no kidding. How old were you? Well, it was my, it was grade 11 New Year's Eve. So it was 20, 20 2007. <laughs> 22 years old. <laughs> 2006. Wow. 2006. That's awesome. So I was thinking I was 16. I know, it was honestly, like, out of a movie. Well, that's so exactly great. what happens here. Oh, that's true. The so then exactly. they go back to her house. Yeah. But I want to point out, wasn't it, while they're sledding, like you said, she is being held by him. And he's much larger than she is. He like, he's he looks a taller. Yeah. He looks like an, a 30-year-old man. Yeah, he looks way too old for he her. He looks way too old. And he's holding her. And they're sledding down. And it is the closest I've ever seen two people. And I'm like, first of all, they just met, which is fine. That's not a problem. But... He's like this famous, he's, the whole point is that he doesn't want to be seen by people yeah. and doesn't want to be noticed. Yet he's gone and introduced himself to these moms to borrow a sled and is now sledding with a strange woman, like, or a strange girl, I should say. Like, and by strange, I mean, people don't know who she is. Yeah. Someone is starting that rumor mill. Right. And someone is saying, Shane Blake or whatever his name is. What's his freaking name? Stuart, Stuart Blake or Blaine. something. Wait, no, Stuart Bain. Remember I made oh, a joke? Oh, yeah, Stuart Bain. Christian Bale's... Oh, Stuart Bale. <laughs> <laughs> Christian Bale's brother. Oh, I'm God. so stupid. We're so dumb. <laughs> anyway, it's insane. I hate the storyline. Go on. So they, uh, Okay, so they then they go to her house. They meet her sick mom. Uh, I, oh, and she doesn't want to go to Columbia because she... So she got a full scholarship to Columbia, but she doesn't want to go because her mom is sick and somebody needs to take care of her. That's a huge point. Yeah, and the dad's all like, I love Mick Jagger. No, Let's not dance. the dad. That's the, the grandpa. No. Yes, it is. That is her dad. No, it's not. That man is not old enough to be her grandfather. It, are you got to be kidding right now. Because the mom has said, the mom calls him dad. Pardon? Do you not remember that she says her dad left between Thanksgiving and Christmas? That's why Christmas is so important to her mother. No. Because that's why the elves are such a big thing. Oh my gosh! It it's says the grandpa. The, name of the show is Pops. That doesn't. That doesn't it's help at grandpa. all. It's <laughs> Grandpa. The mum calls him Dad. Okay, I believe you, but oh that's crazy. Anyway. He is way too hot to be a grandpa. Okay. Yeah, I would not call him hot. I don't think you're okay. thinking of the same person. But look at this photo of him right now. This is an IMDb photo. Okay, that's pretty hot. That's a hot grandpa. Okay. Save that picture. Yes, we will post it on Instagram with this hot grandpa, which I cannot believe is supposed to be her, a 17-year-old grandfather. But anyways. So. By the time I was 17, I didn't even, like, have grandparents left. <laughs> that was a dark Wow, statement. you really just went real dark. So, 
Okay, basically, it's an insane storyline. I sh- we should also mention this entire movie takes place on Christmas Eve. Oh, yeah. So this is Christmas Eve, and Stuart Bale is at this house dancing with the grandpa. He randomly connects his phone to their Bluetooth. I'm like, Pardon? Which is, makes no sense how he does it. <laughs> Because um, he does it without asking what their Wi-Fi is. But anyway. Then he goes up to her bedroom when things Without get permission. So for teen- teenage boys out there, or like all boys in general, you don't just go to a girl's room without Absolutely permission. Not. She might have dirty underwear on the floor. Don't even go there. No. Don't even go near it. And then, okay, so he's like a nice guy and stuff, whatever. But then at the end, he tells Julie to come with him like on tour because his publicist comes to pick him up. And he's like, just come with me. Come with me. And I'm like, that's like nice and all. But you just met her mom who is sick and probably won't be around next Christmas. And you want to take her away on Christmas Eve? Yeah, it's insane. Bro, think before you speak. Yeah, it's insane. He literally is like, come with me now. Like right now. Right this second. Yeah, it's insane. Leave your family. So Leave grandpa. He goes, she says no, because she's not an idiot. He goes, and then um, we'll revisit. She goes to the Waffle Town, and we'll get there later. Yeah. So, um, let's go to our next storyline. Yeah. So, next storyline, we've got a very, uh, again, beautiful girl. She looks like Mila Kunis. Yeah. Uh, And she's got a best friend, who's a cute little redhead. And And that's the other storyline. So, this is storyline three and four, sort of. Oh, you think they're two different storylines? Yeah, I guess they yeah. kind of are. Okay, sure. I mean, the pretty, the really Mila Kunis looking girl, her storyline's like very short. Yeah. So basically, she's convinced that her brother, her brother, she's convinced that her boyfriend is cheating on her. He's not answering her texts. So she's like on this mission to find him. Yeah, she's like very uh, insecure and obsessed with finding her boyfriend. Her, her friend ends up getting kind of mad at her because she's like, can you just like chill and then her, and then she says something like, "You wouldn't understand, even if I've been in a relationship." Yeah. So then they got into a fight. It's very much like she's saying, "You're," which I understand. She's like, "Just not chill." She's saying, "He clearly is not the person here that you want to be with. Right. You shouldn't be with him. He doesn't love you like you love him. Right. Start. Stop being so obsessed with people who don't like you back right. in the same way. Yes. Stop wasting your time on people that are not." worth your time yes correct and it offends her obviously i mean that's a harsh thing to say but it's true in this case for sure it's hard it's hard to have that in perspective when you're like obsessed with someone right and so uh she ends up getting out of the car looks at a pig that the whole pig thing is a little confusing yeah i don't really get the pig thing but she looks at a pig through a window and then off she goes walking to Jed's house is okay so let me give them your name their name so the Mila Kunis girl her name is Addie and then her redheaded friend is Dory and she is on a quest to find her Jeb. boyfriend whose name is Jeb. Jeb correct and so she goes to Jeb's house he's not there and his little sister is like oh he went to the awful town with some friends and a girl was driving right so alas so she goes there. She's so she's on her way to go there, and then she like for whatever reason hitchhikes. Didn't she like fall down or something? Oh no, that's later. That's later. So she hitchhikes and gets picked up by Joan Cusack, who is the crazy lady in a tinfoil hat and tinfoil vest, which never gets explained. It gets addressed multiple times, but it is yeah. never explained. So Joan Joan Cusack is like the she's driving around in a snowplow truck, and she's wearing a tinfoil hat and a tinfoil like vest. And there's all these rumors about her. Like, she used to be a NASCAR driver. She's, like, an astronaut. She, like, I don't know. I forgot the other ones. But insane things. Basically, she's supposed to be, like, the guy, the guy you said this, like, this, the the old man at Home Alone who shovels the driveway. Yeah, she's supposed to be, like, the, the scary, summer. like, rumor mill lady who, like. Actually is, like, wonderful. Yeah. And so this was actually my favorite part because I'm just so in love with Joan Cusack, despite the fact that I can't say her name. And she's just, like, a really funny, interesting character, and she's just so entertaining to watch. Um, so she, like, basically is, like, telling this girl, you shouldn't have gotten this truck with me. I could have been a, I could be a murderer. Right. But eventually drops her off at the Awful Town. Yep. And then what happens, Maddie? So her boyfriend's there with a bunch of people, and she runs up and is like, why won't you pay attention to me? Why are you... I've been texting like, you all day. He's, he's like, you're kind of annoying. Like, I right. don't need to be with you all the time. 
and she like pours a um milkshake on the other girl's head and then she like storms out basically yeah. that's not really it's kind of dumb the girl calls her a psycho and she pours a, a glass of milkshake on that girl's head to prove that she's actually not a psycho she did a good job <laughs> so she runs out of the awful house her friend the redhead actually works at the awful house we should mention yes dory actually works at the office <laughs> the office <laughs> goodbye <laughs> um, works at the awful house and so awful she, town. What's awful it fucking town. called? <laughs> awful town. She runs out. Is like, listen. She gives her that huge spiel about you need to find someone who likes you for who you are. And she like screams at her though. She's pretty harsh. Yeah, about she's it. pretty harsh. That's so Addie of, storms off. That's that's, that's, that's that one. Yep. Um, and then we've got redheaded Dory. Dory. I love her storyline. I think it was one of my favorite ones, honestly. Um, I thought she was really. She was asking a lot. Yes, she was. So basically, she's gay. <laughs> and <laughs> she is a lesbian she's a lesbian and she is, is out. out and proud and it's great and sh- there's this girl that she's kind of talking about whose name is carrie so her name is carrie and it's this girl that she likes from some previous encounter she's had with her we don't know much she, this carrie girl is with a bunch of other girls no, at no, no. the awful no, town no no, no 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 before that Way i know before. i know i know i'm just oh. i'm putting some things into perspective that she's with a bunch of girls. They're all wearing like cheerleader costumes. They're clearly a popular group of people. Right. The uh, Debbie De- Dory, <laughs> she <laughs> she is clearly not in the popular group. Okay. Yeah, she's a bit more indie. And so she and this uh, popular girl have hooked up in the past. And they had the best night of their lives. They stayed yeah. up till four a.m. talking, making out, having a great no- great night. And so now she's like, oh, she's here. I want to go over and say, like... She comes into the Awful House. With her friends. With her friends. T- awful Town. I'm going to call it the Awful House every fucking yeah. second. And she comes in with her friends, and she's like, I'm going to go say hi. I'm doing it right now. But she doesn't... This is what bothers me. She doesn't just go, oh, I should go say hi. She's like, I'm going to go over and start talking about how I think about her in the shower and how there's this toy yeah, in my yeah, yeah. soap that, like... Made me think of her because well, of something stupid. And then what's your, like, what's that girl supposed to say? Like, uh, Well, okay. the whole point, I mean, I get it. Because she's saying, she's like, I'm going to go over and say hi. And meanwhile, right, this whole time, Keon is trying to make it so that they can have the party here, right? Yeah. And so he's like, go talk to them about coming to the party later. Yeah. So she's, or mention it. So she's like, okay, I'll go say hi and say that. So she goes up and she goes, hey, like trying to make it casual. She goes, I was thinking about you this morning. And then the girl looks at her weird and she goes, oh, uh, it was in the shower. And she's like, uh, and then it makes it worse and worse and worse. And you start yeah. digging yourself a hole, which I have done more than once. Yeah. And so I kind of get it. But they're all these popular girls. They're all looking at her like she's crazy. And they're like, uh, okay. They order their drinks, whatever. She goes away. She comes. This is what I don't understand about the storyline. Okay. This is, this movie is set in the present. It's set in 2019. If this Dory girl and Carrie are so into each other, why have they not been texting? I don't know. Why have they not been, you know, going back and forth? Why haven't they hung out since this magical night? I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Continue. Um, So anyway, at one point, Dory watches Caesar go into the bathroom. So she follows Carrie or whatever her name is in. And she's like, I don't understand what you're doing. Like, that was really rude. And Carrie responds by kissing her. Yeah. So they have this great makeout. Yeah. But at no point is Carrie like, yeah, sorry. I'm just like with my friends. And like, they don't know that I'm gay. And like, it'd be cool if you could just like chill. Yeah. She just kisses her. Yeah. And then walks away. Yeah. So wrong impressions in the sense. And she says, I cannot. I have not been able to stop thinking about you. Right. So then Dory is like, oh, my God, it's on. So she makes this adorable thing that I fucking loved. It was a quaffle waffle. Yeah. And it was this big circular waffle that had Harry Potter references all over it. It was so cute. And she brings it over to the table and she goes, they're like, we didn't order this. And she's like, it's a quaffle waffle. It's for Carrie. And Carrie's like, I don't care about this. And then it's like, oh, great. But she doesn't even say that. She just doesn't say anything. She just kind yeah. of like looks around awkwardly. Like, clearly this Carrie girl is uncomfortable Around her friends. I know. She's Dory, clearly not out. Is yeah. Dory insane? Yeah. Dory's not reading the situation she very is well. Her, she is not reading the situation at all. Right. It's it's very... It's going the wrong way. Um, and anyway, at some point she gives up. So then it's the... But like, if you have a crush on someone and they come to the bathroom with you and they make out with you and they say, I cannot stop thinking about you. That is the best day of your life. Right. So... 
just chill out with the quaffle waffle. Like, you know. No, what I get it. I would have done the same thing. I've been like, I have to I have to prove to her like something else. Like, oh I would have done the exact gosh. same thing. Okay. Well, I would have done something exactly the same. I would have done that when I knew we were going to like be alone. Like in front of all your friends, it's a bit much. I don't know. Okay. I may, maybe would have, maybe wouldn't have. Okay. I don't know. Um, anyway, so basically then it, it slowly, the thing that's confusing about this party is, or this movie is that the whole day, it's always just the day. It's always daytime. But then suddenly yeah. it's like, we're, ha- we're tell them to stay for the party. And I'm like, people are going to stay? Like, the party's going to start at 10. <laughs> yeah. And they're going to stay? Like, from 2 p.m.? They just fucking sit there for eight hours? And like, where are their families? It's Christmas Eve. It's Christmas Eve! <laughs> Why is no one doing anything with their families? And I'm not saying, like, okay, maybe someone doesn't have a family. But all these children just don't have to do anything? I would... I would never want to go to a, some party on Christmas Eve. I love no! Christmas Eve with my family. I know not everyone does. I know, of course. But like, oh my gosh, and like, yeah, and then the, the they went to like, um, like a church to watch the nativity play. Some of the characters. Oh yeah. All the characters and the, the nativity scene is all different religions. Yeah. I mean, I obviously I support that, but it's just like that would never happen in like a Catholic church. Yeah. Yeah, it would be. It was very controversial. You were saying as it happened on. So there's like a. There's uh, like just a, all these people in the nativity scene that have different cultural whatever. Yeah. Like I can't think of the word right now. They're just all these Religions different cultures. And cultures. Yeah, everyone's a different culture, a different religion. And they're talking about it all. And Carly just went, oh, that's controversial <laughs> when we were watching it. Also, they like referenced Game of Thrones during the nativity scene oh yeah yeah it's it's very controversial well i mean it's not actually like i think that's great but in a, in a church setting people would be like how dare they that's talk about saying. kwanzaa yeah right Fair it's enough. jesus's day <laughs> jesus christ oh, yeah yeah um anyway so this this party somehow it, this w- awful town place starts transitioning into this party house yeah. which is insane yeah and um, the DJ Keon is hoping that the celebrity DJ is supposed to come, but eventually he turns out he's not coming. Yeah, I mean, a celebrity DJ is not coming to Awful Town on Christmas Eve. What a shocker! Yeah, I know it's insane. So anyway, they start this party's actually bumping. Like every single kid in this entire town is there, which again, yeah, it seems insane. fun. It seems very fun, but again, it's Christmas Eve. This party's insane. It's really great. Whatever. Tobin <laughs> gets there because he's supplied the beer, right? So he goes upstairs. And he's on the roof, like, sitting and drinking depressingly by himself. Yeah. And the Duke shows up. Yeah. And she's staying there, and she's like, what the hell, man? And he goes, I'm in love with you. And he does this big, long speech. It's beautiful. And then she looks at him, and she, I actually loved her line. She basically says, it's you. Yeah. It's she, always been you. And she's like, I've been scared of the fact that it's you. But it is you. Yeah. They make out. Sweet! But I, I wrote down, I was like, can you imagine... Because what I would have done in that scenario, 100%, because it has actually happened to me like once where it, I like someone and they liked me back or like someone said that they like me and I'm like, oh, interesting. And then as soon as you kiss, you're like, oh no. Right. I'm not into this. Right, right, right. Oh God. And then you're like, and they're looking at you and they're so happy and they're like, this is it. You're like, I hate that. And you're like, oh no, what have I done? Oh God. I don't know what's worse, getting your heart broken or making someone else sad. I'd rather get my heart broken, honestly. Not to be, I'm not being like, oh, I'm so noble. It's really not that. I literally, it's for my own selfish ways. I hate the feeling of doing something like that. It was There's only one person who I genuinely am like, oh my gosh. Like, I just am so, they're just so wonderful. And I'm like, I just can't, I just, the thought that they, like I hurt them in any way is just so upsetting. You know, it's just such a terrible feeling, especially when you like genuinely are like, you are awesome. Yeah, for sure. Um, anyway, so th- <clears throat> that's their storyline done. Addie shows up and she comes and gifts Dory. She's come to apologize to her best friend because she realizes it's not important. Her boyfriend, she doesn't care about him. He's obviously an yeah. asshole. She gets over that pretty fast. She gets over that really quickly, but he's obviously clearly an asshole. Yeah. And it's her best friend that she's like upset about that. She, that's who she wants to work on. So she comes back with a pig that she's gifting to her friend, the which pig, yeah. is an insane story that I'm really confused by. But anyway, they it, it probably again. made more sense in the book, but I'm knows? sorry. This is a book. Right, it's John Hay, a uh, John, John, um, Ham. <laughs> John Ham, John Green, John Green. I John said John Hanks. Green eggs and ham. Oh, 
Um, kind of funny. So anyway, <laughs> she then we loved this little shocking twist. Yeah. She meets JP, who was the really cute jock, jock. from the Duke storyline. Because he's actually really awesome. Everyone yeah. loves him. He's like the sweet jock who's he like He really is the sweetest guy. We watched this part with Mike, and Mike was so confused because he just had never seen a character in a movie that was so handsome and so nice. Yeah, like because it's always the jock is always the bad guy. Yeah. Anyway, um, so then the oh, what were you gonna say? Well, I was gonna say the twins show up, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, the twins are stupid. They so show up and they don't even like they're not even mean. They're not even their storylines insane. Yeah. Um. So then, Addie. Oh, Addie's sitting there and she's talking to, I don't even remember who she's talking to. She's talking to Who's Addie again? Oh, Addie's the, okay. Addie is talking to Keon. She's the, um, the mum, the sick, sick mum one. She's talking to Keon and she's like, I'm sorry that DJ didn't come. And suddenly Stuart, Stuart Bl- Bale is behind her. Right. So he's suddenly shown up. I don't know how he knew he was she was there, but yeah. he did. They make out. They make out. Now there's a famous guy there, so this also solves Keon's problem because now there's this DJ who's gonna like make him a famous DJ or whatever. Right. Great. And I, I mean, you know, I don't really think that it's appropriate for this famous guy to be making out with a high school girl, but let's just pretend like he's only eighteen, this famous man. This famous thirty year old man. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> he's clearly way older. It's fine. Yeah. And then the last one is the Dory and Carrie one. So Dory's outside. Carrie goes, can I speak to you for a moment, please? She's like, yes. And she's like, I'm sorry. Carrie says to Dory, I'm really sorry. I'm just not out. Which is a very fucking valid reason. Yeah, you could have texted that to her uh, three weeks ago. Right. That's true. But also, Dory should just respect the fact that maybe someone's not out. But anyway. Well, because she said, they, apparently she lied and said that she was out That's too. That's right. She did During say their that. little uh She had a whole story times. about having come out. Which, I don't get that. That was a little bit like, insane. Why can't you just be like, yeah, I'm not out yet. Like, she's only 18. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, she, so she kisses her and she's like, "I'm. this is my time I'm out. And all of her friends see and they all start cheering and screaming and yeah, are excited. They're all excited that she's out. What did you think about this movie? <laughs> Um, I thought it was pretty bad. Yeah, I, I hate it every second. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Kieran. It's just that it was the only teen movie that I could find that is around Christmas time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was all excited about that um, discovery. Uh, but no, I, I thought it was bad. I thought it was a bad movie. I was very excited about it. When you suggested let's do it for Christmas, I was actually very excited. And there was so, I was really excited by the cast. I was excited, but I didn't know a lot of the cast. I was excited that it was in Toronto. I, I thought this sounded really great. And when I think back at about right now, I'm like, it was really great. But then I remember, no, every single storyline was stupid as hell. Yeah. Like I liked the, I liked the, how it looked. I liked how it made me feel some of the parts. And I liked right. the soundtrack and I liked aspects of it i liked the soundtrack there were aspects of it that were really great like i i appreciated some things but some of them i'm like what the fuck like why is joan cusack a santa is she a little santa we, we never find out what her deal is yeah she just like draw like literally kidnaps children and drives them around like it's insane it's, she's supposed to be magical she's I think. supposed to be magical but what, with has, her what has she hat. done that has been magical in this movie she ruined one person's phone yeah she threw someone's phone out the window and like nine hundred dollar phone yeah it's it, it was a little bit weird what would you rate this movie four i would probably rate it a four too i mean it's definitely better than hashtag reality high oh my god remember that that was also a netflix original but i mean netflix they have to step it up with these teen movies they need to step it down in terms of the count they're they're trying to produce too many and then it's making it like poor quality because the last like thousand have been horrible it just feels to me like yeah, they're, they're just doing ripping them out. Yeah, they're doing quantity over quality, and I need them to start focusing yeah. on the quality because this thing was yeah. garbage. Yeah, they're just pumping them out. It did make me happy, though, that I knew people who worked on it. Yeah, that's cool. It I made me fun. happy that it was set in Millbrook. Yep, that's true. So, um, I guess... We can do our weekly crush. Yeah, okay. My weekly crush is you, Maddie. Oh, sh- Jesus. Um, You know, it's been a fun year. I wouldn't want to do it with anyone else. We've had laughs. Aww. We've had fights. We've gotten closer and we've torn each other down. <laughs> <laughs> we've gone on trips. Yeah. It's been so fun. It's honestly, like, I know we've started off this episode like this, but this has been, 
there is so many people in my life and I love them all so much where we've been like, let's do something. Let's start something like let's start a web series or a this or a that. And you're the only one that I've actually gone through with it. And I mean, I think that says a lot about you because I wouldn't do it with many other people, obviously. It just worked out. Like I just moved in and it just was perfect timing. And yeah. yeah. No, you and Mike have been so awesome to live with, and you guys include me. I'm the biggest third wheel ever, but you guys include me. Oh, we need a third wheel, man. Just this past weekend, we wa- we had a Christmas uh, we had a Christmas movie night. We watched four movies. That's right. And it was just so fun. We exchanged presents, and it's just been a really fun time. We a bicycle wouldn't work for us. We need a tricycle. Well, I'm I'm there. I'm there to pedal. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say that my weekly crush was Santa, but. God. I guess it's you. No, you don't have to say B, but well, Santa's so blame. I know. I'm How about f- Tim Allen? How about Jesus? All right. <laughs> <laughs> what do you like about Jesus? His hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's very Is like, this very sacrilegious right now? No, I think Jesus I mean I'm sure Jesus had great hair. He did. How do you know? I've seen pictures. Well, those pictures that you've seen of Jesus, he's probably a white man, which is incorrect. Really? He's born in oh Bethlehem. This is a, a. I don't know anything, dude. Jesus was probably. Well, he was definitely brown. Hmm. Good to know. <laughs> and I'm definitely in love with Jesus. Anyway. Oh. Um. Anyway, so. I guess happy freaking holidays. Happy freaking holidays. We're not even going to tell you what our movie's going to be. Yeah, we have no idea. Well, I do. You do? Oh, because you pick? Is that what it is? No, but I just have an idea that I'm going to share with you. Oh, okay. Um, Happy holidays, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, guys. We love you. And if you're enjoying this and you want us to do a second season, I mean, we're planning on it. We really want to. But unfortunately, we need to have that. We don't need anything from you. We just need motivation. So just listen and share and whatever you can, you know. And we hope you guys have a great holiday season. I know a lot of people hate the holidays. But just get through it. You yeah. know? It's going to be all right. It's going to be good. We can do this. Yeah. We can do this together. We can do this together. And we'll see you guys on January 9th. Stay alert. Stay safe. <laughs>